episode, we will be speaking with an astute entrepreneur, a barrister and solicitor of the Supreme Court of Nigeria, a philanthropist, multiple award-winning mixologist, and the CEO of Blossom Bistro and Cafe, Miss Blessing Etipa. You are welcome to today's program. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. You have had no prior experience in mixology, food handling, catering, and yet you were able to start and establish this beautiful and, um, should I say, thriving bistro. How were you able to navigate it and how did you start? Thank you very much. Um, I feel like I just, if I have the passion for this thing, so um, there was no prior training or anything, right? I just started with the God-given talent okay. I had, you know, and then passion, so that's it, basically. And then with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. Yeah. So how were your, your early experiences like, you know? Oh. You, I know you, had, you have those amazing stories to tell about the times where you fell down with <laughs> Chapman, you know? So tell us about those early experiences. Um... It, it has never been an easy um, journey, mm. you know, I never got here like from the beginning. Um, I think I started cocktails in 2013 and then, of course, like I said, there was no prior, no training, nothing. I just thought, oh, I'd love to do cocktails um, through the help of YouTube and the social media. I'm like, okay, I knew how to do Chapman, Sky Blue, let me just try out some mixes, you know. So I was just doing it. and. Before we knew it, boom. But before the breakthrough, it was difficult, really mm -hmm. difficult, trying to um, make people understand what cocktails were. Yeah. Actually, you know, being where we are, I had to convince people. You know, I had to download a lot of pictures on the internet to show people, like, when cocktails, what's that? Mm. You know, so I had to show them pictures, this is it, and they'll be like, if we do these things, with they, mm -hmm. you know, I had pictures of what I didn't even know how to do at the time, but that was just like the first. Before my first job, yeah. but after my first job, I stopped showing people um, internet pictures. I started showing them my own work, yeah. and at the time, people appreciated it. Um, not really, but the few people that wanted to do, they were just doing it. I think basically to just, okay, let me just support her. Mm. You know, excuse me. So um, I think that was it. But it was really, really tough getting to make people understand what um, the importance of having cocktails in your event. Like now, people yeah. still think it's luxury, uh -huh, you know, okay. there's malt, there's the soft can, um, whatever you call it, you know, and people just feel like it's luxury, but over time, we've been able to uh, make people know that, I mean, it's had blossom coffee, we're having a village meeting, you know, <laughs> so that's just, it. it's, it's not been easy. Yeah. I remember my very first event, that was in 2013, August, um, Udemir Hotel, I can't forget, exactly. then I didn't even have no staff, no nothing, it was just me and a few of my friends. I carry the tray and then you know we have professional trays but I just use any tray without knowing hmm. and I packed the glasses on top of the tray and the next thing where I <laughs> fell down me and my trays all of us fell down <laughs> fell down together all my glasses broke and I'm like what but um, it didn't deter me at all I just knew that oh okay it's one of those things you experience mm -hmm. the first second third but funny enough I don't even think I experienced that kind of um, ex I didn't have that kind of experience the second job because I had known that okay you don't pack drinks like that on a tray okay. and then even if I had not known about the professional trays the trays you put that will stick the glasses and these glasses will stick to 
I didn't know about that, but I knew that, okay, just put like two, three glasses okay. and then when it's balanced, you move. Mm. You know, but that first time I just went in like that. Wow. <laughs> I was just doing whatever I liked, you know, and God really helped me because, yeah. like they said, never despise your humble beginnings. Humble beginning. So I really, when I look back to those days, I'm like, oh, we've come really far. So you kind of learnt on the job? Yes, yes. I practically learnt on the job. I, I, I went to Lagos in 2015 after my law school. I was going to, um, I was supposed to go for a training, mm. you know, I'd even contacted the school, everything. The only thing I'd not done was to send the money to the school and my friend was like, you mean you want to pay money to learn cocktails that you can just Google, you can use YouTube. Yeah. You know, she talked and talked and talked and the fee at the time, I think it was about 45k or there about. She said, use that money and do something else. So I'm mm. like, okay. And her mom too said the same thing. That's how I left it. I came back. Mm-hmm. Today, if we are talking about cocktail brands in Nigeria, yes. I can conveniently compete with the person that was supposed to teach me at the time, you know. But um, I didn't learn. I came back and all I did was surf the internet like mm-hmm. regularly. And then I always looked up to those Lagos vendors and then some vendors outside Nigeria. A lot of them, I have them. I followed their social media. I looked at how they did their stuff, their setup, and all of that. So mm-hmm. I tried to match mine with that so i can tell you that my brand can compete favorably yes with any of these top brands so that's just how we you started we started so in 2019 or 18 i think 18 if i'm not mistaken jen february was the first time i ever went to any school anywhere to learn i was, was in south africa mm. and it was not like it was not a basic course it was an advanced course okay. it was just to amplify what we already what i already knew no, rather yeah. You know, so that was like the first and only time. Mm. Okay, no, not the only time. I think sometime in 2019, so I went for a training in Lagos. Okay. So it was just to, you know, because I feel like at every, whatever you do, at every mm. point in time, you need to improve. Yes, You exactly. need to um, be, you know, you, your brand has to be relevant. Yeah? And for your brand to be relevant, you have to follow the trend in the particular sure. industry you find yourself, whether in the food industry, clothing industry, whatever it is you find yourself. Mm. There are trends. And for you to be relevant in whatever mm-hmm. you do, you have to follow the trend. So for me, I feel like if I'm not using the YouTube, um, what, whatever, if I'm not on social media or the mm-hmm. internet, I have to go for physical training, okay. you know, and it's just to update yourself. And you know, there are some clients that when they just say that, oh, this person, she actually goes for training, she does yes. this, she does that, and they're just comfortable, they know that you know what you're doing, you know. So from time to time, just twice, I think, it's just twice I've gone for anything, but Prior to those trainings, I'd never gone for any. And before that, before those trainings, I'm sure that we had covered at least hundred events. Exactly. Yeah, if not more. Because mm-hmm. if I go through my books, I know that we had done more than because from 2013 to 2018, that's a lot. We, it's a lot of years. Yeah, we had done covered a lot of jobs. So. Your story is not complete without you talking about the time when you sold um, shower caps, you sold underwears, clothing items to make you know, ends mm-hmm. meet. What really preempted all that? I mean, and how was your experience while you were doing that? Well, um, first things first, I never, looking back like 10 years ago, 10 years ago would be 19, 2000 and Say 2011. 2011. Yeah. Okay, no, that started doing business in 2011. Let's say 15 years back, I never saw myself as someone that would be 
a business person. Okay. Even my mom never thought about like because I much younger I had privilege to touch money. I, I think I think yeah. I tested money early because mm -hmm. of my dad. He was always giving us whatever we wanted, you know. So I never thought that there would be a point in time where I would need money and I won't find money. Mm -hmm. You know, so I didn't I found out that my dad had a policy. When you're in school, he gives you anything you want. But once you have graduated out of school, my sister and my brother, you yeah, are alone. alone. <laughs> and nobody told me. So when I graduated in 2011, I sat at home for some time and I'm like, ah, what's going on? I'll call my dad. You tell me that there's no money. There's no money. He will not ask me, what do you even need money for? True. You're not in school anymore. And you know, then he began to dawn on me that, ah. Then one day I had a conversation with one of my brothers and he told me, ah, I'm so popsy now. You don't know. Like, <laughs> so it was then and I said, okay. I need to start doing something for mm -hmm. myself, you know, so I think we were going for clearance in school at the time, so I was, um, and I now started selling underwears, my school was close to Onicha, so I go to okay. Onicha, buy two, um, underwears, I started with that first, yeah, I, it tried, because I go to the market with like 15,000, when I come back, I'll make like 30k, okay. you know, so I'll put the 15k back, yes. and then I'll go back, like, so the turnover it was quite good, then I had to come back to Yenegua after... Um, the whole clearance mm. and everything. I think I started selling clothes. But before the clothes, I started selling shower caps. So there's this girl that was selling shower caps in my school. She, I think she sold one for us for like 150 or 200. Mm. I can't remember. She was selling for 250. Yeah. And the address, the phone number, the contact is on the pack. So one day, and I'm like, I kept buying from her to sell. I'll, sell, I'll buy from her for 250. I'll sell for 500. Mm -hmm. in Yenegua, and people were buying it. They just said, Why am I even look at the number here? Yeah, you know, exactly. so I called the number, they told me 100 naira. I've been wanting I'm like, What? <laughs> so I called them and I started buying from them. They'll send for me and I'll sell 500 sometimes. There are some ladies I'll see, maybe all these politicians, I'll sell for them 1000. Don't complain, they'll just buy. buy. They'll buy, you know. What was really spectacular about, <laughs> about the shark? It was really beautiful, it was unique at the time. Very, okay. very unique. I wish, I wish I had pictures of it very unique and beautiful mm. and it was the first now you know the normal regular this one is different it's so beautiful it comes in different designs okay. different fabrics so people bought them the hairnet and the shark mm. i sold that for some time and i was able to save up because at that time there was no responsibility of any sort okay. nothing so i was able to save and i was at home mm. so you're not buying food at all you know so um i was able to save some money then a friend of mine started doing the shaka business. Then ah, one day I went to one salon and I saw them. <laughs> they had already bought. In fact, the salon, they were my biggest customers. Like they used yes. to buy from me and then their customers bought from me too at the time. Mm. And I saw that they had bought plenty and they I were selling it. And they had crashed ah. the price. <laughs> yes, they crashed the price. I said, no, market don't sport. You know, so I started thinking, what else, what else can I do? And I started selling clothes. Mm. So I'll go to Lagos, mm. buy and come like that. Till, I think I went for my NYC. But before, I don't know, I'm, I think I might be mixing up the story. I've forgotten because I spent some time at home before I went for NYC. And even after NYC, I still spent some time at home before I went to law school. But I know that I stopped the shower cup. I started selling clothes. Now, the clothes, it was quite lucrative as well. But now somebody will buy it. You just come and pack stuff worth for 6,000 naira. And you tell me, I'll pay you at the end of the month. Yeah. You know, they keep dragging, they keep dragging. And then, ah, I wasn't seeing the money mm. anymore. So the business just somehow it stopped. I went to I went for NYC. After NYC, I started thinking I have to do there must be something mm -hmm. I can do. I must do something because then no alawi, exactly. no nothing but 
during my NYSE, I was able to save. I didn't spend my allowance at all. So I had about 30k or 50k. Mm. So a friend of mine I saw, uh, she posted on a say WhatsApp or so that she makes cocktails. And I called her, babe, I really, I really wanted to do this thing like all along. Are you do it? Can I come for training? She said I should give her 80,000 naira. <laughs> and that time, I couldn't even boast of 30k. Like, I begged, I said, okay, let me try and ask a couple of people. I can give you 50. She said, no. I'm like, okay, it's fine. And my mom sat me down. Like, every December, I always made Chapman at home mm -hmm. for them. And she's like, you made Chapman for us. Yes. Why don't you start with that? Start with it then. After a while, when you can afford to, you now go to wherever you want to go to for training. You know, she said mm. that. I'm like, so other people told me the same thing. I said, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So I went to Swali Markets. I think I had about 30k or so. I made, um, I printed flyers, complimentary cards, and I bought glasses. Very ugly glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I bought, but that's what I had at my disposal at the time. I bought the glasses, and I bought nonsense trays that broke all my glasses. But I did, it did its work then. Exactly, it did yes. the work for like, in fact, it did the work from August, August to April because I went to law school in April 2015. Mm. So for like six, seven months, he did the work and you have been very vulnerable talking about how you started. Mm. You know, most times people just gloss over these things and make it seem as if it's just one, ah, mm. okay, it's God's grace. Yes, but there should have been some effort, but you have really touched on that, you know, going even back to when you were selling undies. And so how would you now <laughs> respond to rumor peddlers, you know, taking your name across town that, ah, blessing was, you know, with this guy, with that guy, he set her up, he bought her her car. How would you respond to such people? Um, those things are very funny and I feel like they're inevitable. Like my friend would say, my friend would say, um, not even single girl no go see. I swear. Yeah. I know that there are people mm. um, in a scale of 10, maybe there are eight girls that, of course, a man will give money to okay. and they will set up their business. And I'll still say, if I, if I find a man that will give him money to set up my business, I'll be very happy. Okay. I'll be glad. I'll collect it because I know that the money will not waste. I'll put it to use. But you see my business, mm. you see my car, everyone there, I worked hard for it. Some, some days ago, one man came here and he was like, Tuzum, you spend so much money in this place. Do you even make money? Do you mm. sell at all? I just, the only thing I said, should I show you my books? Okay. That's the only thing I told him. And everything, every renovation, staff salary, everything, the business mm. pays for it. If the business cannot afford it, I won't do it. True. True. I'll close it. And the mm -hmm. only time my personal money comes into the business was when we were expanding. And there was Corona. Okay. So we're closed down for a long time. So, mm. I mean, business was really bad at that time. So my business, my salary, my mm. personal salary from my work, of course, came into play yeah. and but aside that nobody at least in the last four years mm -hmm. nobody can say they've given me 100,000 or 50,000 to do business or to even buy something for yourself so I don't even think it has happened and they're not talked about enough people don't get to see them they still um they're still bent on this the old narrative okay, you yes, know oh but yeah. girls are lazy no 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 we're not anymore so there are a lot of people so I just want in a way showcase these people people should see them and mm. there are people doing this thing no exactly. there are people, there are people, a lot of us are doing it, we've changed the narrative. We are not, changing exactly. It's not what you used to know, you know. So that's just the whole idea. Wow, that's very commendable, very commendable blessing. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. So before we wrap up, Blessing is going to make one of our award-winning cocktails for me to drink. <laughs> so please sit back and enjoy while she makes it, the cocktail.
Yeah, I have sugar in my glass. Okay. So I add my lime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> can you use lemon just in case? Yes, you can, mm -hmm. but lime is preferable. Preferable. Oh. So you heat this. That's mm -hmm. release the flavors of mm. the mint. Can smell my hand. Wow, lovely. Do that. I'm keeping this for my garnish. Okay. For your model. Mm -hmm. Let me stand there. So you're crushing it to even release the yes, flavors. Yes, yes, exactly. Generous with the room. Yeah, very, very. Then we go. Mm. It's a pop, it's a surprise. So, in the absence of sprite, what can we use? It's something that you get almost all the time. So <laughs> you always get spice. Yeah. So yeah, we have a glass of more. So yay! Let me drop this one. Oh. Ah, thank you. You're welcome. Mm. I call it too hard. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> the best cocktail I've ever tasted. Really. Thank you so much, Blessing. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you for the cocktail. Thank you, and thank you for being very vulnerable, very honest, and, you know, sharing your story. You know, when people listen to you, they can see the growth process. It's not just this magic, you know, I was there, now I'm here. So I really appreciate you for that. Thank, thank you, you very so much, Blessing. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So viewers, we have come to the end of today's episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. So please stay tuned. Same time next week for another episode of Upshift with Benny. Bye-bye.